All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we're just about a week out from my visit to Megan in Maryland, actually. That was very exciting. I think uh, this time last week we were, well, after your train and slash bus slash every other oh, mode of transportation God. got delayed for 500 bajillion hours. Yeah, it it was a... <laughs> Uh, four-hour bus ride that turned into six uh, plus i missed the first bus so i had to wait an extra hour and then i had to wait another 45 minutes for the train and i knew that was going to happen and then the train when i finally do get on it decides to hang out in the station for sorry hang out outside of the station (laughs) for half an hour I, i couldn't even like go out for a breath of fresh air it was like oh no we've just like pulled a little bit out and now we're waiting for congestion to clear. Oh, God. So I would that, have... That's like getting stuck in a freaking elevator. Yeah. Like, no thank you. So that that basically turned the 30-minute trip into a 60-minute trip. Just because... Yeah. And there were uh, some very enthusiastic kids right behind me. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Physically in- enthusiastic uh, with my seat... And then <laughs> that's your nice way of being like those assholes were kicking my seat. I wish they would stop. Yeah, uh, you know. And then I'd see I'd see their heads peek at me from the corner of my eye. <laughs> what the hell are they looking at? I I don't know. I was playing horsies. Maybe that was. Is it a boy or a girl? I can't tell. Like, <laughs> I don't think that would happen to you. But like, damn. Uh, and of course, vocally enthusiastic. Yeah. So, also yelling and screaming and the like. You know, Stephen will tell you his version, and I'll tell you what really happened, even though I wasn't even there. Yeah, Megan is an an essential part of this podcast, if only for her translation. Right. (laughs) So, after we picked you up, we being my schizophrenic self, um, (laughs) after I picked you up, we had a late dinner at a New Mexican restaurant. I can't, I started to say place and restaurant and mixed and i i heard mexican rave (laughs) (laughs) i mean the food was pretty good so like my stomach was raving (laughs) i'm just imagining like glow stick bracelets (laughs) except they're all like they all have like taco prints on them oh my god i would love that in case you listeners don't know i am really obsessed with mexican food like really it's my favorite cuisine. I am well known for being a very frequent customer at Chipotle and Cordoba and other like crappy American Tex-Mex restaurants, <laughs> but I love them. And I'm st- sorry, still thinking about this Mexican rave. <laughs> Mexican concept. rave. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to make it a reality. This is the pitch. All right. So first you have the enchilada glow stick wristbands wait i thought they were tacos i okay they could be tacos too can we do both yeah this like it's just like getting the, better and better the the enchiladas go around your wrists and then the tacos go around your neck okay can these be like scratch and sniffs too so like you could scratch it and get like a little whiff of like enchilada taco? Oh, definitely these are like these are like air freshener oh like, my material God. so Ugh. my mouth is watering <laughs> So, so imagine this, uh, you know, cramped, 
uh, sweaty rave's face uh-huh. that instead of smelling like bio, just <laughs> smells like Mexican food. I'm not sure. Uh, it was okay until the cramped and like sweaty part. Like I don't well, want a sweaty taco. Ew. Well, you're not gonna have this like spacious, well ventilated wave. That's not. A, that's not just. A, that's just a dance party at that point. That's not a rave. Okay. <laughs> and on the DJ deck, there is a man who is pumping down hardcore Mexican beats, interlaced with the Taco Bell dog as his like his like soundbite that he's slipping into everything. So you'll hear like Darude Sandstorm, but then it'll be mixed in with Yokiero, Yokiero, Yokiero Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm literally like dying right now. <laughs> I'm imagining like someone playing DDR. Uh-huh. Like, that's where you hear Sandstorm mostly, DDR. Uh-huh. And like <laughs> Yo care, yo care, yo care, and then, and then like the Taco Bell dog comes out. <laughs> Do we have a Taco Bell sponsorship, or did I lose that one for us? I can't remember. I, I think, think no. I'm pretty no, sure wait. I lost it for us. When we okay, talked about you're right. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> lost it for us. But I, this was my master plan concocted oh. since that week to try to get it back, so that we can have the Taco Bell slash Mexican rave. <laughs> you heard it here. Yo quiero. Um. <laughs> if for those of you who don't know Spanish, that means I want it. Would it be yo lo quiero? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember a little bit of high school. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, when I'm at my Korean lessons, she'll ask me like what a word is or something, or what a word in Korean is, and I'll think of the Spanish word for it. And I just I don't hmm. know why my brain does that. That's really interesting i know so like she'll be like you know what is to clean and i'm like oh limpiar like (laughs) like what what is no that's not what i want to (laughs) say i mean that has literally happened to me before wow that's that's really quirky because you know i would expect that from another romance language you are learning but not over to an asian language right like they don't have any similarities at all like, Korean's more similar to English, I'd say, because there's a lot of, I forget what those words are called, where you have a word that sounds like a word in English. Oh, cognates? Uh, cognates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, coffee in Korean is kopi. Like, mm-hmm. sounds the same thing. Oh, there's, I think there's a specific word for a word in a foreign language that directly mimics, like, intentionally mimics an English word. Hmm. Because it's it's literally just trying to spell something out. For example, uh, sneaker in Japanese is turena, which is like trainer. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, it's not like they independently came up with that phrase and it just happens to coincide. They they literally just said, well, they keep calling them trainers, so they're, they're, they're trainers now. Interesting. Hmm. So... I actually think this was a really good segue into this story that I've been saving up for you that now for two <laughs> weeks, which has been very painful for me. Two weeks? I guess it's only been a week. It oh, seems like yeah. longer. If you're holding it for two weeks, that's not healthy. No, I know. But I do that all the time because I only go once a month. But, you know, I digress. Anyway, so this <laughs> happened last week and I wanted to tell you last weekend and because we were going to record a podcast while you were here. But then this is another segue for later. We were too obsessed with Pokemon Go last weekend oh, to boy. actually do anything productive but Mm -hmm. 
my quick story here was that um, my Korean teacher is actually uh, in Korea right now. So we're taking a little break from classes. And she left last Sunday. And I don't know if we've actually discussed this on the podcast. And I've always been a little wary about discussing it on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen and I don't think she's going to. And why would she find it like buried in the middle? I mean, if she's going to listen to any podcast, it'll be at the end or at the, I mean, not the end. It'll be at the beginning, I would hope. But, you know, we'll just, we'll try it out. (laughs) And if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. But clearly we need a Megan's paranoia attack now. Yeah, (laughs) Megan's paranoia. Okay, so this is literally like the biggest lie that is in my life. And Stephen already knows what's coming now. But Oh, <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this lie that's been going on for I, many years. I know this one. <laughs> well, so, I mean, serious talk here for a second. I pride myself on being an honest person, like 99% of the time. So this is like, it, I mean, it's challenging for me because, you know, I really don't like to lie. And at, over the years of meeting with her, you know, we've gotten to be really good friends. And I feel pretty guilty about this. But essentially... You know, when I first met her, uh, I didn't tell her that I'm gay because that's not really accepted in Korea. And she was like the perfect teacher for me. She's like five minutes from my house. Um, She was willing to meet with me privately once a week. Her price was good. Mm -hmm. And I really just wanted her to teach me because I was like, this is convenient. This is like affordable and it works for me. And I don't want to scare her off. Uh, But it turns out she's been... Uh, I mean, this is kind of a spoiler, but she's been in America long enough that, like, she's not really phased. And she actually has other gay students that she tells me about. But now that I've been seeing her for three years, she still doesn't know <laughs> that I'm gay. <laughs> and um, and and not only doesn't know, like, she's... <laughs> you, you, you've subtly helped perpetuate this impression. <laughs> yep. And, like, I've had outs, too, which is really the sad part. Like, she'll say to me, like, oh, like, don't you want to just try girls? And part of me is like, okay, are you, like, do you know and you're fishing and you're trying to get me to admit it? Or are you really just, like, asking me that because you're just a Korean lady? Is that what they ask? (laughs) I realize that sounded really bad. I mean, they're... We're going to lose our Korea sponsorship here, but oh, I, I think... Wow, how can you live with yourself with that one? <laughs> I know. I think that in that culture, they tend to be a little bit more, like, in your business. Maybe that sounds really bad, but, um, you know, she wants to give me a lot of, good, like, advice, good advice about my life. She wants to give you advice about your life, actually. <laughs> um, me? Yeah, you. Because I, I don't... <laughs> she, she, Oh, hold up! We need to we need to hang around on this for a hot second. So, not only does she know about me through you, through your Korean lessons, but she knows enough about me that she can comment on my life and provide advice for my life. Yes, through you. Yeah, through your Korean lessons. Yes, for which you pay her. Yeah. <laughs> let's hear it you want to hear yeah it? yeah i'm pausing i'm pausing the rest of your story okay uh because <laughs> this is this is worth it <laughs> it's worth okay well you are saying my catchphrase that it must really be <laughs> i am acutely interested <laughs> okay so, so her advice for you uh is that you need to date a chinese girl and stop going after the white ones <laughs> Oh, wow. (laughs) 
She said, your mother will approve and you'll have more luck. <laughs> now, tracing back, um, she, she would have only been in a position to give this piece of advice if what she knows about me <laughs> was slanted in a particular way. Well, it was not slanted in a particular way. All I said was that you are attracted to white girls. I didn't say that you're only attracted to white girls, but maybe that's what she heard. <laughs> you're you're an equal opportunity dater, I would say. I would also say this. And I tried to explain that to her, but as a Korean lady, <laughs> or but, just an older lady, I don't really know, you know, she thinks she knows best. I just want to put it out there for the record. Yes, I am an equal opportunity dater. Single ladies, um, yo, yo, get in on this. I'm telling you. Uh, I think we've pretty thoroughly gone over that neither your advice nor your Korean teacher's advice holds any merit here. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, people can have preferences. Right. You can prefer pizza over <laughs> falafel. That doesn't mean you won't eat some falafel. Exactly. There, I just lost our female sponsorships because <laughs> I compared women to food. <laughs> and you lost our Italian sponsorship and our, what, our Greek sponsorship? What is falafel? <laughs> I think it's Greek. Uh, falafel has a, it's, it's, has a lot of origins. Okay. Well, anyway. So back to my original st story wow. now that you've been given your advice. Oh, uh, and we've lost our sponsorships from like half of the countries in the world. How did this even come up, though? I guess because I told her that you were visiting. And oh, this she... is recent. Oh, yeah. I told you like at the very beginning of the story that this happened like a week and a half ago. And I wanted to tell you over the weekend. And then I didn't get to because we didn't record the podcast. <laughs> so I told her that you were visiting and she asked if you were single. That was her first question. <laughs> So that's what I mean when I say they're very in wow. your business. Like they just, they go right for the kill shot. They don't like, <laughs> they don't kind of like beat around the bush or anything. They're, they're not like, you know, let me kind of grease the wheels a little bit and hint my way in there. No, it's like, bam. Oh, I want to know everything. That's... Have you had sex with him? I mean, like. <laughs> did, did she ask that too? No, no, she didn't. Oh, I, I, I was, I was saying, well, she knows you're straight, and she knows I'm a guy, and we're good friends, therefore, huh? Right, she might ask a question like that. So, I mean, I think maybe she, that was like her way of beating around the bush. Like, maybe she was trying to ask that, and that's why she asked if you were single. I don't wow. know. <laughs> well, so she's always encouraging me to, like, explore my options and try things out. So. But I, I was not an option you should explore, because I need to date more <laughs> Chinese, girl. Chinese girls. <laughs> right. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty selfless of her actually. She chose to sacrifice your happiness for my uh Mrs. Stevens' mom's happiness. My my racial dating homogeneity. Right. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, well, me neither. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, I'm okay. Look, I got more beef with this lady. <laughs> all right. We're not all right, oh, yeah, I'm not done yet. So, <laughs> This lady, first thing, as as soon as I'm brought up, asks if I'm single, and then says I should date more Chinese girls, yep. and then proceeds to do nothing about it. If I should be dating more Chinese girls, 
set me up with some Chinese girls. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Be be the change you want to see. Well, she's Korean, not Chinese, so I'm not sure that she can be <laughs> the change there. Okay, help, help me change right. the way you want me to change. Right, And well, only date within my race to provide perfectly Chinese offspring. Well, so she's trying to help me in that, like, a similar vein there, and that's where the story was going. So she took a picture of me while we were having our dinner, and uh, fortunately no food was in my mouth. What? Why did she do this? I'm getting there. She's getting ready. She's preparing for her trip to Korea. She takes a picture of me because she's going to show the boys on the streets of Korea my picture and hold up her phone and ask, you want some of this? That was literally her words. You want some of this? And she's going to apparently try to find me a Korean boyfriend. Oh, my God. So, quick question. Were you holding up a milkshake in that photo? Because I would love if that's what brought all the boys back to the Uh, yard that is the United States of America. No. No milkshakes. How perfect would that have been? Yeah, that would have been pretty perfect. (laughs) That could have been the Snapchat caption. The Snapchat caption? Like, I'm, I'm imagining the little, like, text caption you can put on Snapchats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... So she's she's playing matchmaker for you in Korea right yeah. now? I mean, what time is it? Probably it's morning there, I think. <laughs> or like close to morning. So she's like on her morning commute. <laughs> she's on her morning jog, like stopping any boy on the street. Like, you want some? You want some? You want some of this? She's got one of those like uh, smartphone armbands and she's on her run. She runs up next to a Korean guy and she's just like pointing, pointing at her at arm. Yeah. She's like, huh? American. God. Well, I really, I just love her phrasing. You want some of this? Like, (laughs) we're not talking about, like, a milkshake. We're not talking about, like, you know, my my extra fries. Like, we're talking about. Oh, we're not talking about pizza or falafel here? (laughs) No. I mean, we are talking about me, a person. Like, what do you mean? What Do do they want some of what? I'm not just going to give it up. Uh. (sighs) Wow. So this lie has turned into a <laughs> problem. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even think about the fact that you're not even interested in these guys. Right. I mean, to be honest, I'd probably consider a Korean guy. You know, I mean, some of them can be feminine. Why not? They're pretty cute. I was purely focused on the absurdity of being shopped around in a foreign country by your <laughs> foreign language teacher. That in itself was weird to me. Well, me too, of course. (laughs) So I did tell her, I said, you know, you can offer to Korean girls too. I'll try them all. So like I keep trying to, (laughs) hopefully that's all she would bring back is the girls. But, you know, I had to put in a little, I mean, she keeps telling me to try girls. So I was like, you know, I'm ready. Maybe I'll try them. You know, just ask them. See if they want to come back. That would be great if you brought home a Korean girlfriend for me. Oh my God. This... (laughs) This lie is out of going to spiral. Has already been spiraling. You're going to be at a wedding one day, Ugh. and your Korean teacher's going to be there, and she's going to say in her little speech, which of course you're not going to offer a speech, but she's going to just take the microphone for you because she's that direct. <laughs> she's going to say, "Thanks everybody for coming to celebrate Megan. You know, when I met her, she was straight." 
But then, after I kept shopping her around <laughs> to both genders in Korea, she decided, you know what? I'm an equal opportunity dater. <laughs> That's definitely the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, and everyone in that audience is going to be confused <laughs> at what the hell this Korean <laughs> lady's talking about. They're going to be like, maybe she doesn't know English very well. Who brought her here? Who is she? <laughs> I don't know her. Security. <laughs> You've just sealed your Korean teacher's fate. Oh, God. She's doomed. She's doomed to be kicked out of your future wedding. Uh, well, hopefully I get the present first. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the order. It went, is that how it works? You get, you give the present and then you go do your thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't go to enough weddings to know how this stuff works. <laughs> I can't imagine everybody just hanging out with their presents on their backpacks, you know, all throughout no, the wedding. Yeah, that's that's so. probably true. <laughs> uh. Let me add, I, th this really isn't that great of an addition because I can't show you the picture, but the picture that she did take of me. The one, the one that you're going to attach to the show notes. Right. No, I don't have it. Oh. That's why. We could fix this. Saying, what do I do? Ask her for it? Yeah. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> Be like, oh, hey, matchmaker, I want to use that, that brilliant photo you're oh. using to show me to all of those Koreans that I'm less interested in than the other gender of Koreans. Uh. And I'll see if maybe some other people want some. I'll think about it. It's a very unflattering picture, and that's where I was going with this. <laughs> I literally sat there at her kitchen table, and I smiled. And she said, no, no smile. <laughs> so she made me, like, sit there with my RBF, which is resting what bitch is face, <laughs> and take a picture of so me just... I mean, I guess I could take another picture of myself doing exactly what I did in that picture, which uh, I guess I'll yeah, just do. You also have a kitchen table yeah and a camera and i i really don't want to see the picture that she took again i just don't i kind of want to forget about it it was not a good picture i look almost like i'm trying not to smile but mostly rbf which i've had my whole life everybody always thinks i'm angry when i'm not but i think that has partially to do with my like overgrown foresty type eyebrows mm. yeah that's tough yep I mean, I've accepted it. I'm okay with it. If I really want to get an eyebrow wax, I suppose I could, but I'll pass. <laughs> that would never work for me. I smile all the time. And she decided, no, that smiling is unattractive for you? I'm not sure what the decision there was. I, she just said, no smiling. And I said, <laughs> okay. Wow. Like, like she, she immediately knew. It. She didn't even have to take a photo to say... No, this isn't going to work for you. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. So that was the story that I've been sitting on that I was desperately, desperately wanting to tell you last weekend. You need to, we need to have a follow-up in a couple, when, when is your teacher returning? Uh, not till August. Okay, so after that happens, we need a follow-up to this story where you ask her, did you actually show my photo my RBF photo to people in Korea. Ugh. And what did they say? 
She probably showed it to her mother. Like she's visiting she her mother. She definitely showed it to her mother. Oh no. She basically tapped the I, I know how this works. She basically tapped the entire Korean family network oh, that she no. has. So she gave it to her mother. Uh, her mother gave it to her sisters and her friends. No. And from there they propagated it to all of their children and children's children. No, no. I don't want her to show it to Mrs. Korean teacher's mom. The the upside is that it won't go farther than one basically sibling node of your Korean teacher's mom. So your Korean teacher's mom will give it to her her siblings and then to her friends, but those friends probably won't give it to give it any farther. But still, you're talking about dozens of people who have seen this photo and and, whoever's on the street yeah and and whoever is on their morning jogs as that photo is their lock screen on their iphone armbands this is the worst no one from korea is going to want to date me i'm going to be like a meme in korea (laughs) like angry white girl (laughs) like Miss RBF. <laughs> Miss RBF. I don't even know. <laughs> There's going to be a Korean news article about like th- th- this this white girl that just started showing up on everybody's phones. No one knows where she came from. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> and look at what my lie has turned into. <laughs> a Korean cultural sensation. <laughs> I have no one to blame but myself. <laughs> Oh, in a in a decade, like children will be learning about me in their in their K-pop boot camp classes. Oh man, you're gonna be on Know Your Meme. Oh, and then people will finally, someone, a swag to your listener, will see that meme and say, "Hey, that's Megan. She's not straight." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a good episode of Swag Tear, folks. <laughs> Oh, God. No, no. Yo, yo. No, no. Woof. No! (laughs) God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up.